0: All of these are kind of tests as with anything in your business, test it out, see if it works for you. The holidays are a great time to test new ideas because the traffic is so much higher. You do tend to make more during the holidays. So you can kind of see how things are panning out a little bit quicker than other times of the year when your traffic tends to be a little bit slower, obviously, depending on your business. But I really like to see that data really quick. You're listening to Product Powerhouse, a podcast to inspire and empower you while you build a powerful product-based business that fuels your passion and feeds your family. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I run an e-commerce web design agency that helps shop owners build, grow, and scale. This podcast is all about actionable strategies specifically for your product-based business. So friend, grab an iced coffee and let's chat because DIYing your business doesn't mean you have to do it alone. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Product Powerhouse podcast. I am the host of this show, Erin Alexander. I am the founder of Product Powerhouse, a web design agency for handmade businesses. And I also teach handmade businesses how to really grow their business with Shopify. So today's episode is going to be about how to prepare your Shopify website for the holidays, because there are things you need to be doing on your website in order to prepare for the holiday season that are going to help you have a much smoother season in terms of like ironing out customer service details, getting sales or having an easier time of sales, increasing your average order value. Anything like that can happen smoother if you update your website ahead of time And I'm not talking like a major overhaul. I'm just talking about like make a couple of changes in time for the holidays. I would go ahead and do these things now or in the next few weeks because quarter four is sneaking up on us. In fact, it's like two weeks away at the time of recording this, which is bananas. Yeah, there are things you need to do. Let's just jump right into those things. This was actually... It started out as my presentation for my Handmade Holiday Prep Summit. If you were a part of that, then this will sound really familiar. If you weren't a part of that, don't worry, you didn't. Well, I mean, you did miss out on a really fun holiday-themed summit for handmade business owners, but it's all right. You will still have a great holiday season. We have some great upcoming episodes to help you with the holiday season. Just have a great quarter four. I really believe in the power of small businesses having... A holiday season that is really profitable, but also one that's fun, because I hear a lot of times from the students I coach that they hate quarter four. they hate the holiday season when it comes their business because they feel like they have to work all the time and they don't get to spend any time with their family. they don't get to they don't get to really enjoy the season, which makes me so sad. So I've done a couple episodes already or at least one episode already on preparing your self for the season. And so today, let's talk about preparing your website for the season. So I've broken this down into two kinds of categories. One is the must-do list. These are things you need to do. Get them on your to-do list for the next couple of weeks. They need to be done so that everything goes smoothly. It really supports your shoppers. You don't have to deal with any major headaches, fingers crossed. And then there's the fun-do list, (laughs) which it's just things that can really help you have a better season in terms of like maybe customer service is more available or, you know, set an app that increases average order value, anything like that. So these are things that can be helpful during the season, but they're definitely not required. And if you are feeling stressed or like you are already tapped out, then just skip the do list. You can come back and do this next year. You can do it at any time. But if you have a little bit of time and you're thinking, yeah, I really want to make this season the best it can be, then go ahead and add some of these fun new things to your list. Right? So I'll I'll explain more about that when we get down to that section. I really do really want to hone in on why we want to make website changes before the holiday season starts. And the most important reason is to update your site for accuracy because a lot of times we set something up on our website one time and then we change it or, you know, something has changed and we don't update our website. We don't think about that. And a really common example of this is like shipping prices. Maybe you have to increase your shipping because we all know the price of everything has gone up this year and you've been eating the cost for shipping, but you want to increase it. And so maybe you put it on your announcement bar that shipping costs $5.99 now instead of $3.99, but you didn't update your shipping policy in the policy page. Or maybe you didn't update it in the FAQ page or something like that. There is always this information in a bunch of different places and we don't always remember to update all of those places. So I'm going to tell you where to check that out. The other reason we want to do some of these things is to help set your customers up with realistic expectations from the beginning. So setting expectations up front on your website can help you eliminate some questions from your customers and save you time in that aspect. But it's also going to help you feel more comfortable standing firm in those boundaries if you know for a fact that you stated You know, we cannot ship orders past December 20th in time for the holidays. Whatever your policies are, you are going to feel more in control when it comes to when you have to, you know, uphold those boundaries or uphold those terms. If it's written out on your website where everyone can see it hasn't been changed, you know, you set it before the holidays, you are going to feel more confident with that as well as it's going to help your customers know what to expect. And then the last reason is just to improve sales and conversions. Little things really help bump up your average order value so you can make more money this season. And, you know, this isn't going to be huge, massive changes, but, you know, just like bumping up your average order by $5 or $10 over the course of most orders is going to really, you're going to see a big increase in sales and that's going to come from little changes. All right. So the first thing on your must-do list is to review. And this is going to be reviewing things on your current website and making sure they are up to date. Review your shipping policies. Are they correct? Are the rates listed accurate? Do you want to offer any expedited shipping options during the holidays? These things need to be listed. You want to double check that your shipping policies are accurate. You want to make sure your holiday deadlines for getting orders out are very obvious, very clear to your shoppers. You also want to double check your returns and exchange policies, make sure they're accurate and that you can handle those. You also want to make sure your policies can account for things that might be purchased as gifts and given later, especially like if someone received a gift and it arrived broken or anything like that, like through shipping, which is not your fault. You can put up a claim, but you want to be able to have those policies in place now. You also want to read through your FAQs and ensure that everything is up to date there. And I also recommend you review your contact forms. Did you receive the test email? Are those working? Your test for your test forms, <laughs> you want to test your forms because You could not be getting those emails. I had a customer reach out to me because she wasn't getting the emails on her contact form and her email address had been like flagged as a bounced email, even though it was working just fine. So we had to reach out to Shopify support and to get it re, I don't know what the right word is, triggering so that she could get her emails again. So definitely wanna check those, make sure they are working. You just wanna go through your website in general and review the content. Make sure everything is up to date that's going to take you some time, but it's going to be worth it. The second thing you want to do is create some special navigation. It's also a good time to review your navigation. Like is your navigation organized and easy to use? Do you have your most popular collections at the top of your navigation? Or if you're using drop-down menus, have them at the top of the drop-downs. I also love it when shops create a gift category with easy to gift products. And you can even create some sub collections in your drop-down menus, like gifts under 50, gifts under 100, gifts for him, gifts for her, gifts for kids, gifts for sock lovers. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Whatever your niche is, however it fits into your business, you want to create some categories that people can give as gifts very easily. You don't want to include everything you offer. I mean, I understand everything you offer could be given as a gift. However, we want to just really, you know, narrow it down, make it easier for people so that they can eliminate making a decision. This is going to help them with decision fatigue. So create some categories that have like maybe 20 products in them each and create those as your gifting categories. The thing is, if somebody finds your store and they're looking at your, you know, 20 products under gifts for her, and they really love your style, they're going to keep browsing. They're going to break out of that gifts for her section when they fall in love with your brand. If they're liking your brand and they know they want to get a gift, but they haven't, you know, completely fallen head over heels for you, which I understand is completely unlikely. then you're at least giving them options that will be well-received. So really be considerate about this. You know, some things are easier to gift than others. Socks are easy to gift. Underwear are not, right? Earrings are easy to gift. Rings are not because you might not know their size. Things like that. So create some gift categories in your navigation. The last thing I want you to make sure is happening in your navigation is that people can easily find your contact page if they have questions, they're going to want to be able to know that they can get in touch with you. So make sure your contact page is really easy to find. I personally always put the contact page in the navigation. I think it helps show, I think it helps customers feel confident so that they know it's really easy to get in touch with so-and-so. Okay, so the last thing on the must-do list is just a simple refresh. Again, I'm not talking about a whole site overhaul. I'm just saying swap out the main images on your homepage with new images. So if you've been using the same image for the last few months, the holiday season is a great time to put up a new hero image. Depending on your niche, you might want to create holiday-specific hero images. You know, if you sell... Greeting cards, you definitely want to have holiday-specific greeting card images up at the top. If you sell jewelry, it might not be as important, but you can just swap out your pictures for a different one from the same photo shoot even. It doesn't matter. You just want to give something new and fresh for your customers to look at. You can also swap out featured collection images with different images. You can also, on your homepage, just s- switch around your collections. So, you know, if you were featuring rings before, maybe you're featuring earrings or necklaces now. You could even put your giftable collections in the different featured areas on your homepage. You're just kind of going to rearrange the things that are already there with new options that they haven't seen in the last three months. That's going to easily give your site a refresh. It helps re-engage loyal customers and it just helps like reinvigorate your website a little bit. Okay, so now let's talk about some fun things you can do, which is what I was calling the fun-do list. (laughs) So there's two branches to this, two kind of, I guess, categories of things that I've included on the fun-do list. One is going to help with customer service. The holiday season tends to be overwhelming because of customer service questions and like the demands customers are putting on us as shop owners. So some of this, we want to be able to effectively communicate with our customers, be on top of things, just, you know, just really handle that customer side of things. And the second is increasing sales and conversion. So these are just little things you can do on your website to increase that average order value and making it a little bit easier for customers to spend just a couple dollars more here and there. It's really going to add up big. So in your customer service side, I believe the holidays is a great time to have a chat app installed on your site, like a live chat app. These chat apps can notify you like via text message or email when you get a message on your website. So it's easier for you to reply. So I love Chatra as a option for a chat app. That's what I'm currently using on my website. That's what I use to run the Summit website and people really liked it. I got a lot of messages and helped a lot of people with any of their issues through the Chatra app. It's also one of my favorite things on my website. When people are checking out my course, DIY Shopify, they will message me through the Chatra app. And it's been really fantastic. I've loved getting to talk to people who want to join the course that way. Shopify does have their own chat app. It's called Shopify Inbox. It's an app you install and some stores had it automatically installed. I believe you get an email when you get that chat notification. You can also install something like Facebook Messenger. So it's your Facebook Messenger for your business page embedded on your website, which is great if you're already using the Facebook app a lot or you're already you know talking to customers through Facebook. If you like the Facebook Messenger business suite app, then that's a great option for you. Another really great way to improve your customer service on your website is with improving or adding a search feature to your website. So most of your themes have this built in, which would be great. Just make sure it's toggled on. I see this off on a lot of websites and I have no idea why. Always, always, always have your search turned on. If it's not and you're looking for a great Shopify app, one of my favorites is called Product Filter and Search by Boost Commerce. Now, I have a freebie for you if you want to get a a checklist of everything I've talked about today and links to all of my favorite apps. I do have, okay, so if you go to bit.ly slash holiday dash web dash checklist, that will get you to our holiday web checklist, which has a checklist of all the things we've talked about today. It also has the links to all of these apps, which is the main reason why I wanted to give you that is so that you can get these apps because they're really great apps to add to your Shopify store. So back to what I was saying, search and filter This makes it so people can search your store and like filter by size, by color, by ring size, by scent. If you sell soaps or candles or anything scented, it doesn't matter. You can use the product filter and search. You set it up by tag. It is going to take you a little bit of time to set up the product filter and search, but it's one of my favorite things for stores. Sometimes this is also built into your store, but if you need a more robust option, I love that one. It's also a great time to start requesting reviews if you haven't done that previously. I've talked about reviews and requesting reviews on the podcast before, but obviously asking your holiday shoppers for reviews isn't going to do anything for your holiday shoppers. But if you start right now and ask the people who have recently purchased to leave a review, that will help your holiday shoppers feel more confident when they make a purchase. They'll be able to see your customers' reviews. And you can always go back and ask past customers to leave a review. Depending on you know how you have it set up, most of them will allow you to import orders like from the past ninety days, sixty days, or anything like that. So you can ask anyone who's purchased recently to leave a review on your store. My personal favorite app for reviews is Stamped.io. It's really easy to use as a customer, like your customers. They'll get an email. It looks like they can fill it out right inside the email. It will not actually fill out inside their email. It'll open up into like a window. They type in their review and it hits send. It's very easy to use. They can choose how many stars they give you. And as a shop owner, it's really easy to customize. You can pop in your logo, your brand colors. You can change the way it's worded. So it sounds like it's coming from you. It's really customizable. So I love Stamped.io for reviews. You can also use Shopify reviews if you want to use a free option. Stamped.io does have a free plan, but Shopify has their own reviews app. It works great. A lot of it is built into your theme. So if your theme suggests reviews, it will be linked to the Shopify reviews app. That's a really great way to request reviews also. There are a lot of different review apps, though. Those are just two of the most popular for Shopify. Another thing you can do for your customer service, it just kind of helps up level your store a little bit is customize your store emails. You can do this inside of Klaviyo emails very easily with their templates, their classic template editor. You can customize your store emails and then you code them into your store. But if you feel a little overwhelmed doing that, don't worry, you're not alone. You can also use this app called Orderly Emails, and it has these pre-designed templates where you select one and then you customize it to fit your brand. And then they show you how to install those on your site. And it really makes the emails coming from your store look top notch. I'm a big fan. I've been setting this up for just this week, actually setting these up for one of my current clients who's launching very soon. And I was getting excited. Like these are good looking emails. And it's been a while since I customized a full email suite, but they look so good. It really helps kind of just like up-level the emails that your customers are getting from your store. So definitely check that out. Orderly emails is a great option. Okay. So if you want to focus on increasing conversions this year, a couple of things you can do is create bundles in your store. Now, I don't recommend using a bundle app. I have honestly never found a bundle app that doesn't make a mess on the back end What I would do is just put together preset bundles of some of your most popular things. Like maybe you offer like three of your most popular candles or three of your most popular scents of soap, earrings, and a necklace. I can't think of any other examples off the top of my head. You know, three of your most popular stickers, a notebook, and a matching set of post-its. Put the bundles together and offer those on your website. That way you can track inventory. You can, you know, keep track of how many you sell. You could even use a coupon code. Let's say you have three items and if they purchase all three, then they get a discount. You can set that up with a coupon code inside your store. But having those bundles of items are just going to be, in general, higher priced. So that will help you increase your average order value. Another really easy thing to add on is gift wrapping. I love to use a product options app for this. There's a couple of free options for product option apps. If you're doing it for free, if you're offering like free gift wrap, you can do it just with the product option app. Just ask, is this a gift? Would you like a gift wrap? They can just check yes or no. When you want to add a fee for gift wrapping, you will have to use something different. My favorite way to do this is with the ShopPad Infinite Product Options app. I simply just say, would you like to add this? Add gift wrapping. They say yes or no. If they check yes, the product is synced or linked up with a listing that we have as gift wrap for like five bucks or how much ever you would like it to be. It's a really simple way to offer gift wrapping right there on the product so that it's easy Another thing that works really well for increasing conversions is adding a free shipping countdown bar and I have some options linked for you in the freebie if you want to grab that. But it's just a bar that shows up at the top of your screen that says, you know, $75 until you get free shipping, add $23 more to your order depending on what you know, what they have in their cart. It'll tell them how much they need to add to their cart in order to receive free shipping. So this is really great if you have a shipping threshold. If you are doing this, you want your shipping threshold to be right above your average order value, whatever your current average order value is. you Just want to put it right above it, like $10 to $25 right above it. Also depending on your product prices. Like if somebody can easily just bump it up by adding another $10 product, they'll definitely do that. If they have to spend another two hundred dollars, they might not do that. So, kind of just look at your products and think about your average price when you're setting your free shipping threshold. And then the last one I have for you, or last suggestion I have for you for increasing your in- conversions, is try turning on your shop pay or another installment pay option like Klarna or Afterpay. This is a great time to try out those apps to see if it helps you bring in more money or if it helps your customers pay. Especially this year, we are seeing an increase in people paying with things like afterpay. Now, with some of these you will pay a bigger fee. Like I know with Shop Pay Shop Pay you pay like a couple extra percentage more on the transaction fees. But if it's, you know, you're paying two percent more instead of not getting the sale, it could definitely be worth it. So I think it's worth testing and seeing if your customers enjoy it. You could also pull your customers like on Instagram to see if that's something that they would be interested in. It's not always something that they care about, but it could be, and it could be something to try out during the season when you're busier to see if it helps increase conversions. One thing I do want you to keep in mind is that all of these are kind of tests as with anything in your business. Test it out, see if it works for you. The holidays are a great time to test new ideas because the traffic is so much higher you do tend to make more during the holidays so you can kind of see how things are panning out a little bit quicker than other times of the year when your traffic tends to be a little bit slower obviously depending on your business but I really like to see that data really quick the other thing is that you can always turn off something if it doesn't work out for you you can turn it off This doesn't have to be set in stone. And the other thing I like to remind people, which honestly, I'm surprised at how many people have recently told me they don't do this. But if you're testing something in your business, make sure you put a date in your calendar to go back and look at the results. Like if you are trying a chat app Put a date in your calendar three months from the date you installed it to see if it was worth it. Did those customers convert? Were you, how much time were you spending on the chat app? How many you know? How many of the same questions were you getting? Do you need to improve your FAQs because you got this and this question? L- really set a date to review the information you get when you do test something new in your business. I recently made like just a quick video about that. And a lot of people were like, oh yeah, I never thought to do that. And I was really surprised because anytime I try something new, I definitely, usually three months later, I will tell myself, I'll put a note in my calendar on this date, go check this, whatever it was, to see if you want to keep it or if it's not worth it. So any of these things, just make a note for yourself to check them after the holidays to decide if it's worth keeping or not, especially if you add it on an app that cost you money. I really think it's important to always be analyzing the apps and tools we're using to see if they are worth the price. Otherwise, we could just be paying for things that really don't add anything to our business. And, you know, we kind of just write it off as an expense, which is fine. But if you could be saving that money, then that's profit in your pocket. (laughs) I have been talking about profit a lot, which is coming up in a podcast. I had a great conversation with a guest about profit. But absolutely, if you add an app that costs money, make a note to check on it in three months to ensure it is actually saving you time or money or making your business run smoother or easier so that you know, you're know you not wasting any of your expenses. That's a random soapbox <laughs> that I just got on. Anyways, I hope this is helpful for you. These are You know, just a couple of must-do items and a couple of fun-do items to help you get through the holiday season, have a really fun holiday season, making money and taking care of yourself. And if you want to get that freebie, definitely head over to bit.ly slash holiday-web-checklist. As always, we have the link in our show notes if you need it. It's a really great checklist. It actually has the presentation I gave in my summit linked in there so that you can watch that and you have the checklist of all the things we talked about today on this episode. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse podcast. It means so much to me that you take the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It's my favorite thing to create, and I am so grateful that you've taken the time to listen. If you enjoyed this podcast or you have listened to other episodes and enjoyed those, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me get the show out to more people just like you who are out there trying to grow their own product-based business.